Hey there, it's Dr. Heidi. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, a podcast geared towards the things you may be misunderstanding about the difficult relationships in your life. I did not understand it when I was in it, but I definitely understand it now, and I want to share that understanding with you so that you too can find the courage you didn't know you had to make the changes you didn't think you could make. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Dr. Heidi. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. You know, I've been thinking about this podcast and where it's gone. And I have mentioned before on several episodes, I had no idea this was going to get as big and as broad as it did. But I am super thankful that you are able to find hope in both my past and this podcast. Uh, I appreciate the notes from you guys. I print them all out just so you know, um, because it does make me feel like my past makes sense now. If I am able to help you recognize that some of the relationships in your life may not be healthy. And on top of that, find the strength to either leave or change how you interact within those relationships. So even though I know that you've been waiting for another episode and that people are really excited about listening to this. I think that you need to know the impact that it has back on me knowing that there was a reason that I went through it. And, and emotionally, like right now I'm getting tears because I would have never thought that when, when I was going through that mess, that I would be able to help this many people. So thank you for letting me know when you find the strength, to change something because that that makes it all the more significant to me that it was way worth what I went through. Uh, today, a big thank you to PFP Consulting. Um, I'm going to dedicate this episode to her. Uh, she is the one who does my intro and my closing for the podcast. And yet again, she has done a great job on a new one for me, which you just heard. And if you are looking for any type of branding and voiceover services, you can find her at PFP Consulting, and she is under that on all the social media sites as well. She does a great, fantastic job, and she actually does um, have quite a long list of clients, which you can see the big companies that she works for. So thank you, Amber, for once again doing a great intro and closing for it's not normal, it's toxic. So I knew that I was going to be getting into a big subject when I agreed to the request of doing a podcast segment on guilt. We all know guilt too well. It is the invisible power source that seems to drive us. It doesn't make sense to a lot of us, why guilt can drive us to do certain things, but it is definitely a power source. Now, when I describe the guilt that a lot of you listeners are feeling, G-U-I-L-T, it is a gut-wrenching, uneasy, intense longing for tranquility, right? Gut-wrenching, it's the feeling that guilt puts in your guts that is unavoidable. Uneasy, 
whenever you are feeling guilty, there is a constant agitation within you. It is intense. It occupies your thoughts and your daily life when guilt is present. And all you can think about is longing and desiring some tranquility and peace and some relief from that feeling of guilt. So when you think of guilt, you can relate to the gut-wrenching, uneasy, intense longing for tranquility. What, what is it that is so powerful about the feeling of guilt that it can, it can take us out of our own driver's seat? It seems so strange that one feeling can cause us to do things, can make us make decisions. Let's talk about the word guilt. Okay, guilt can be used as a noun and guilt can be used as a verb. Guilt as a noun is the fact of having committed an offense or a crime or hurting somebody or offending somebody. Guilt used as a verb is completely different. When the word guilt is used as a verb, it is the act of making someone feel guilty in order to induce them to do something. So guilt as a noun is you actually being guilty for harming somebody or offending somebody. As a verb, it is an act that is to make you feel like you harmed or offended somebody to induce you to do something that somebody else needs. So I think it's ironic that this same word can be used in two different ways. And even though it's the same word, it's driven by two different sources. And many times, you know, what, what we feel is guilt as a noun is actually guilt as a verb making us feel like we have to fix something. Now, that's as much grammar as you're ever going to get from me. I'm not a big grammar person. I'm not a big punctuator. I'm not a big anything. But when we talk about nouns and verbs, this word can be used against us. When in fact, we should be able to control the feeling of guilt. So let's stop for a second because your toxic personality in general is emotionally abusive. So I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but let's talk about what emotional abuse is. You know, I always pictured emotional abuse as what I call now verbal abuse, yelling and screaming and calling names. And even though that's part of it, that's not the basis of emotional abuse. The basis of what emotional abuse is, is using someone else's emotions to get what you need. Okay. And, and we talk about the toxic personality needing to see a reaction. They want a reaction. And when they can induce something by making you feel happy, making you feel sad, making you upset, making you angry, or making you feel guilty, they have caused you to feel one way or another by what they said or they did. And when they do that, you're not controlling your emotions of happy, sad, anger, upset, or guilty. They are saying and doing something to make those reactions happen so they feel in control, so they feel more secure. The toxic personality is always seeking self-security. With the four things that I mention all the time, control, power, attention, or admiration. So when they say or do something to get an emotional reaction out of you, it's for one of those four things. 
control, power, attention, or admiration, so they feel more secure in themselves. Think about what happens when they can make you feel guilty. You usually give them what they want. We don't want to feel guilty. So how many of you have felt guilty for one reason or another and have gone back to the toxic relationship or have given in to something that they needed or have changed your plans to accommodate theirs because we feel guilty? All of us, all of us have done that within a toxic environment to avoid that feeling of guilt. It's intense. We know happy, we know sad, we know upset, we know angry, we know those are emotions. But I think a lot of times we miss the fact that guilt is an emotion. And guilt is something that we experience when we are convinced that we have caused harm or we've offended or there's something we need to apologize for. We can have the facts, we can have all of the reasons, we can have all of the things that we know we shouldn't feel guilty about and because somebody says or does something, we believe that we should feel guilty about it. All of the facts and all of the, the things that make you realize this is not my fault go right out the window if somebody can make you feel guilty. Logic is clouded by emotions. Most of you sitting in relationships right now or questioning certain relationships in your life, logically, you can say this is not a healthy place for me. This is not a healthy environment. This is a toxic relationship. But as soon as emotions get involved, it clouds that logic. And logic is clouded by guilt more than it is clouded by any other emotion. Over the course of the toxic relationship, the personalities learn which emotions get the best action from you. And definitely in my former relationships, they figured out that if they could make me feel guilty, they could get me to do whatever they wanted. Why? Because guilt is intense. We feel guilty and all we can think about is getting rid of that feeling of guilt. So we give in or we go back or we change our plans. Because it's such a gut-wrenching, uneasy, intense feeling that leaves us longing for peace, if we feel guilty, we want that peace. And what is the fastest way to find that peace? It's to get rid of the guilt. And what is the quickest way to get rid of the guilt? Give them what they want. And that feeling of uneasy intenseness is going to go away for a minute. It gives you a moment of that tranquility just to get rid of the guilt feeling. So a toxic personality can say something and do something and immediately make you feel guilty. And now it's you fighting yourself trying to get rid of that feeling. Yeah, it got rid of the guilt feeling for now. But it did because someone was using your emotion of guilt to get what they wanted. They needed you to come back. They were feeling out of control. They were feeling insecure. So if they make you feel guilty enough, you'll come back so that you get the relief from the guilt feeling and they get what they want by getting you to come back or getting you to give in or getting you to change your plans. The feeling of, of guilt is so intense when we feel it that we just wanna get rid of it. And the toxic personality knows that. Probably every client that I talk to, they are more driven by the feeling of guilt and the emotion of guilt than they're driven by any of their other emotions. So go back to the guilt as a verb. 
It's the act of making someone feel guilty in order to get them to do something. Yet because it's such an intense feeling, all we want is to get rid of it so we feel peace. So it's very easy for a toxic personality to control that emotion in us when it's so uncomfortable for us to have it. The bottom line of guilt is you should only feel guilty if you have something to feel guilty about. Not because someone is manipulating you into feeling guilty to get you to do something that they need. There are generally four types of guilt, maybe five or six if you divide them differently, but guilt over something that you did or guilty over something that you said. And in this case, this is authentic guilt. This is when you've offended somebody or you've hurt somebody or you've done something that was unkind to somebody, causing harm, both either emotionally or physically. This is when you know you should feel guilty. When you know you did something that harmed somebody, we feel guilty. And most of us recognize that and we fix it or we make amends or we apologize. So guilt over something that you did, you recognize you did it, you handle it the way you're supposed to, will get rid of the guilt feeling. But there's also cases in this where guilt over something you did or somebody convinced you that you did. We're so good at feeling guilty. We, guilt, we feel guilty over shit that we didn't even do. But if the right person can word it just right, that they convince us that we indeed did it, we feel guilty even if we didn't. And an example I like to use in this case is when a toxic personality says, where did you put my keys? Okay, you already know you didn't put their keys anywhere. But the minute they word it, where did you put my keys? Your brain assumes I have to find the keys, right? So you have this super agitated feeling in your stomach and you jump up to find their keys because just the way they worded it made you feel guilty because you moved their keys when you never even touched their keys. But when the toxic personality figures out that you can operate and they can operate you off of your emotion of guilt, they're going to use it whenever they can because guilt makes us move. We don't like the feeling of guilt, so we jump right up to get rid of the feeling. So guilt over something you did or something that someone convinced you that you did. The second type of guilt is guilt over something that we didn't do or we didn't do enough of or we didn't do well enough. And of course, I'm gearing this towards the toxic relationship, but this is all through life. But in the toxic relationship realm, something that we didn't do enough of or we didn't do well enough, you're going to hear things like, I knew you never loved me or you don't even care about me. You treat everyone else better than me or you're not even trying. You know, I'm working really hard and you're not even trying. And we become so desperate in finding ways to do more to prove that we did do enough, that we are trying, that we do love them. And all this person has to say is one little phrase like, you're not even trying. And what do we do? We jump on the treadmill of approval and try harder and do better to prove to them that we are actually trying. We become super desperate because the minute they say, you never loved me or you're using me, 
or you're not even trying, we become so desperate because we immediately feel guilty about that, that we have to fix it. And the only way we know how to fix it is to give them what they want by trying harder and proving that we love them more and showing that we are good enough. It's, it's called compassion fatigue. Compassion fatigue is driven by guilt. It's catering to, the, uh, catering to others to the point of fatigue due to the overall drain of the situation. You guys all know that the, a toxic situation is draining, but we keep pushing. We keep pushing to do everything everybody wants because the situation is so draining. Plus, on top of that, we have the guilt that we can't keep up with the pace. So it's the guilt that drives us to keep being compassionate. So you must separate your desire to please others from the guilt of the fear that is going to be induced if you don't keep up. And they're so used to us operating off of guilt that it's very easy for them to do that. But because inside we don't want to feel guilty, the only way we know how to quit feeling guilty is to give them what they want. So we have a little peace. The third type of guilt is something that you think you did. Okay. And this is very apparent in a toxic relationship. I wouldn't have got so mad if you didn't push my buttons. So immediately we feel guilty for pushing their buttons. We don't hold them accountable for getting mad. We immediately take on the guilt for pushing their buttons, for making them upset, you know, worrying that we ruined their good mood. You know, we assume that we did something wrong right off the bat because either they tell us that they did it or history's proven that, that, that that's how the cycle works. They were probably already upset, but wanted to blame it on you to begin with. So they blame you for pushing buttons and immediately you feel guilty for pushing buttons. And what does that train you to do? Well, I don't want to feel guilty for pushing buttons. So the next time I'm not going to say anything at all. This one is tricky in a toxic relationship because toxic people blame. That's what they do. They do not take responsibility for their own behaviors. They're going to blame something. They're going to blame you. They're going to blame the weather. They're going to play, blame the dog. We take the blame to avoid conflict. It's easier for us to take the blame than to try and make them take responsibility for it. So, okay, we'll take the blame. And then what do we do? We proceed to feel the guilt for what they blamed us for when we didn't even do it. We just assumed the blame so that we wouldn't have a fight. And now we're feeling guilty for exactly what they blamed us for when we didn't have anything to do with it from the beginning. An example of this, I was blamed for there was a toxic person in my life that got a speeding ticket. Okay. I was blamed because he got a speeding ticket. Okay. How did he blame me for getting a speeding ticket? Well, it was my fault because he was going to be late for dinner and he didn't want me bad. So he was speeding. Okay. This is a relationship that I didn't have control over anything in. So I never set dinner times. We never ate at the table. I never made any demands on this person. Yet the day he got a speeding ticket, he needed to blame somebody. So he made it like I was the bad person for demanding a dinner time and then acting like I was going to be mad when we never ate dinner together anyway. But he couldn't take the responsibility that he was actually speeding. 
So he blames it on me because I was going to be mad that he was going to be late for dinner, which would have never happened. And all of a sudden I'm feeling guilty that he got a speeding ticket and I almost paid it. Because that feeling of guilt is so intense. All we want to do is get rid of it. And because it's so intense, we'll do almost anything to stop that feeling. We just want a little peace. We want that pain in our stomach to go away. The fourth type of guilt is the guilt that you have or are doing better than somebody else. Feeling guilty when you have opportunities that other people don't. Feeling guilty when you're successful and somebody else isn't. Feeling guilty when you're happy and somebody else isn't. Feeling guilty when you lose weight and somebody else isn't. And what we do with this type of guilt is we sabotage our, we sabotage our success so that we don't feel guilty because we have it better than others. We sabotage our happiness so that we're not happier than somebody else. We engage in self-destructive behaviors so that we don't feel guilty for being successful and happy. It's one of the reasons we don't leave toxic situations. Because they're going to be mad if I'm successful. They're going to be irritated and they're going to, they're going to be mad if I'm happy. They're going to be mad if I'm me again. Okay, so now we're feeling guilty for something we can achieve. Because somebody else is going to be mad. So we stay where we're at. To avoid feeling guilty for success and happiness, I'm just going to stay here because I would rather stay here and not be successful and happy than have to go be successful and happy and feel guilty about it. Reminder, the people in your life that have your best interest in mind are going to be proud. They're going to be invested and they're going to be glad when you're successful and happy. The people in your life that are keeping you from being successful and happy are not your people. If you're feeling guilty about the achievements that you've made and the accomplishments that you have, we don't acknowledge those anymore because we feel guilty that we've done something successful. How many things have you done in your life that you should be absolutely proud of and you never mention it? Why? Because we feel guilty for being successful and we feel guilty for being happy. So we don't acknowledge any of our successes. It makes everything you do not a big deal. It makes you continually jump through hoops and never having the time to celebrate the accomplishments that you've, that you've done. Because somebody along the way is going to make you feel guilty about your success. Your failures and limitations on yourself are not going to help others. If you're doing well and it's the threat to the other a threat to somebody, that's not normal. That's toxic. You need to understand that guilt is an emotion. And it is a complex one. It's more complex than being happy or being sad or being upset. We understand those. But when somebody is using the emotion of guilt against you, you have to be able to separate the noun from the verb. Guilt is, guilt is an emotion that can cause you to spend too much on a birthday gift. Guilt will cause you to do things you wouldn't normally do. Attend things you wouldn't normally attend. Put yourself in situations that you wouldn't normally put yourself in. But because once you feel guilty, now you're fighting with yourself so you can get rid of that emotion. 
you're going to do whatever it takes to get rid of that emotion. Guilt is always going to be there. You can, you will not live guilt free, but you can use guilt and keep it manageable. Guilt can help you gain a greater understanding of yourself. It can help you recognize when you've hurt someone. That's, that's what guilt, the guilt emotion is supposed to do. You're supposed to feel guilty if you have caused harm. But you're not supposed to feel guilty just because someone else is making you or telling you you should feel guilty. That is manipulation. Guilt cannot be put on you by others. The feeling of guilt is in your control. It is your emotion. You get to control it. Just because somebody else says you should feel guilty does not mean you should actually feel guilty. Don't let guilt be consuming and don't be overwhelmed with it. It's just an emotion. It can be easily controlled. It can be logically figured out if you indeed need to feel guilty or not. Happy, sad, scared, embarrassed, anxious, upset, calm. Those emotions don't have near the biggest, as big of impact on you as feeling guilty because guilt is so gut-wrenching. So let's change our perspective on guilt. Instead of it being a gut-wrenching, uneasy, intense feeling, longing for tranquility, let's use guilt in our power. Let's use guilt to figure out who we really are and what our value system is. Let's, let's change the gut-wrenching, uneasy, intense longing for tranquility to getting yourself into living truthfully. You are the only one that can make you feel guilty. So stay in your truth. Do you have something to feel guilty over or is someone else telling you you should feel guilty for something? Use it as a tool for growth. It is meant to be a guide. Guilt is a moral compass. Nobody else gets to choose your morals. So if you are struggling with the feeling of guilt and doing things or not doing things because you feel guilty, you need to change how you look at guilt. You need to realize that your emotion of guilt is 100% in your control. Just because someone says you should feel guilty about something does not mean you have to accept feeling guilty about that. Keep your truth your truth. And if you actually did something to harm someone or offend someone, then you make amends. But if your truth is someone is just trying to make you feel guilty to get something that they need, they want you to come back. They want you to give in. They want you to change your plans. You can control that. You don't have to feel guilty just because somebody says you should feel guilty. It is not meant to be used against you. It is a tool that you should use to guide yourself in making the right decisions for you. So ask yourself this week, let's kind of get guilt into perspective. Write down something that you felt guilt for, for something you did. Write down guilt for something that you think you did. 
write down sometime when you felt guilty because something you didn't do or something you didn't do enough of and write down a time when when you felt guilty because you were doing or being better or being happier than someone else and use those examples from your life and ask yourself was this actually something i should have felt guilty for or was this something that somebody else told me that i should feel guilty for so i would do something that they needed <laughs>